Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, welcome to Professor Talk Podcast, episode 131. I'm talking to Hannah Walker-Brown, but first... A word my sponsor. Concussion Talk Podcast is presented by HeadCheck Health. HeadCheck Health bridges the gaps in concussion care through simple, powerful technology. Join organizations like the Canadian Football League, Track Factory Racing, the Canadian Junior Hockey League, Eastern Washington University, and Volleyball Canada, who rely on HeadCheck Health to improve communication and optimize care. Visit HeadCheckHealth.com for more. And please follow me on social media, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, wherever else. Um, and my website is concussiontalk.com. Um, follow, you can, on, on concussiontalk.com, you can follow and subscribe and review my podcast on wherever, wherever you get your podcast. So with that being said, I guess I'll first, I was just asking my, my guest, who is the creative director of, of Broccoli Productions, and uh, more importantly for this podcast, the author of A Duck Game, a book about CD and brain drain support. And also before that, she, Hannah posted a podcast called The Beautiful Brain, which is about CD and brain drain support. So before I talk about that, I'll ask Hannah if she could please introduce herself. Sure, yeah, I think you did quite a good job there. So yes, I'm Hannah Walker-Brown. I am the author of A Delicate Game and producer and host of Beautiful Brain, both looking at CTE and neurodegenerative disease um, as a result of sport. And I sort of make podcasts and documentaries and I'm, yeah, creative director of a podcast production company based in London. Great. Well, then actually I wrote you about this. The uh, the first the first thing I didn't mention before I asked you was this lead into my questions. Mm-hmm. The tweet I saw you retweeted the the sorry, the whole thing I'll say this now without being too jumbled with my words, but uh, mm-hmm. the, your your tweet was the reason I care about TVI, traumatic brain injury, is because I know about it. I know about it. That's mm. it. No personal connection, no university or area of expertise. It's simply the more I found out about it, the more I cared, 
the more I, the more I, the more I found out, the more I cared because what's happening is unbelievably devastating and deadly needs to change. So uh, mm. I'm not you you tweeted it recently, but that kind of goes back to your reasoning for I guess the beautiful brain podcast came first or did it or is it just kind of mm-hmm. they came want that kind of bled into the book? Is that the word work? Yeah, sure. So the the Beautiful Brain podcast came first. I I kind of cover it in the first chapter of the book, but the Beautiful Brain podcast started back in 2016. I was making yeah. a BMX documentary and someone sent me an article about Dave Mirror, who is a world champion BMX rider and he had died by suicide and the post-mortem revealed CTE, a really severe case of CTE. So that was like my entry point because mm-hmm. I was kind of shocked that this thing existed that wasn't widely documented or wasn't like penetrating the mainstream. Obviously there was kind of the concussion film with Will Smith, but that's yeah. kind of it. And so I wanted to look into it. I've been making documentaries and audio documentaries and, um, you know, interviewing people for my whole career. And it just, it really piqued my interest. And I think the more I started to find out about it, the kind of, the more I knew that it was something that had to be told. And so there was no sort of you know I didn't even think about a book until way after um the documentary it was a year after it come out and I thought I can't not carry this on and it just felt like a book was the right place to do that because you could then bring all of these stories together globally um in all different sport and that just felt I just felt compelled to do that really great great well I was just uh, was gonna ask you because on the the podcast, you've talked to to Emma Key and Ben mm. Amaro, mm. and uh, so they're obviously big parts of the of the movie. Which I'm not mm. sure Emma Key is not in the movie, but I've seen her in a bunch of other. Or is she sure her depiction? She's she's like a you know scene. she's at the forefront of this. Yeah, she's, yeah, exactly. I know she's talked. You know. I've seen a bunch of documentaries on this, and uh, yeah. Maybe I sent one of yours, but I didn't recognize the director or the at the time. Um, so, so does uh, Dave Murrow was your it was your the genesis of your interest in, in brain injury in CT? Yeah. So did, yeah, were, you, were, you, were, you, were you a BMX rider yourself, or are you just doing a? Uh, no, I was. I wasn't. I was just making a another documentary on a BMX club near my house at the time, and I was they made me go on the track to if I wanted to interview them they said I had to try BMX so I did so I had like oh, a brief yeah. spell on BMX go? yeah great it was yeah. terrifying but really fun <laughs> um so yeah it was just you know I'm curious about the world and people and I at that time it was just what I was interested in so yeah it was a friend that sent it to me and said you should take a look at this and yeah that was that and I don't know Almost seven years later, here we are, still, yeah, <laughs> still in it. So the the uh, you just you started from the obviously in it, as most people do, from as I did too, not as a came as CD and death, but I was mm. close. Um, so you started from so you started with to look at CD and and brain injury, or did you look at just how does CD happen and why is it so 
So, so scary and stuff, or did you come back from more concussion, brain injury, ankle thing? And what can a lot of these do to you? Yeah, totally. I think I had to get my head around what CTE was, what brain injury was, how the brain is made up. Like I don't come from a science background. So it was really important to really dive deep into that and make sure I absolutely understood what was going on because I didn't want to suddenly start interviewing people who this has been their life's work and not know how to speak to them or not know what questions to ask or not understand you know what they're saying so I developed the idea for about a year before I started interviewing anyone because I really needed to make sure that I had a grasp on what this was and again the more I found out the more unbelievable it was that that this existed and it wasn't you know the, the fact that no sport come with the warning about this I think that was what was kind of really shocked me and yeah. then I started to interview people and then I started to speak to the people that I was really affecting and that was really hard because it's such a devastating and relentless disease and obviously there's no cure so you know the science and the the knowledge and the kind of history and the you know psychology and sociology of this disease I had to get right that foundation had to be laid before I started to interview people so that definitely came first but then it was meeting the people that kept me going in it so when you you met before this for the I'll be strictly honest with you now I haven't read your book yet but I'm definitely definitely well and looking forward to it um so did, did the uh, the people you interviewed for the uh, for the podcast were they the main ones you gave you the basis for your for the book for the adult brain, which is a bit some some are, but there are a lot of new families, new researchers. It the uh, the beautiful brain was kind of very much rooted in UK sport, UK football. Told the story of Jeff yeah. Astle. Um, as well as, you know, you can't do a story about CTE without bringing in people like Bennett and Marley, like Dr. Anne McKee. Yeah. Um, so there, it kind of had that sort of American angle, but mostly rooted within the UK. And in the book, it expands beyond that. So in Ireland, in England, in America, in Australia, it kind of travels all over the world. And you just meet a lot more people from an array of sports so from NFL, NRL, AFL, um, rugby, football there's you know reference to kind of skiing and horse riding in there as well so yeah it just allowed me to kind of bring all those people together and have them kind of sit side by side in this one space and I think when you kind of read it and you see them together like that, it's very, very hard to argue that this doesn't exist or that we don't know that there's a problem because that's kind of what sport have been doing for so long. Yeah. And actually, you know, this is all sport. This affects all people. And yeah, I just, I wanted to be part of the solution to ensuring that things are safer because they can be, you know, decisions can be made to make things safer. Yeah, that, that definitely can be in mind. Because I was just there again. I can, I'm from in Canada, and uh, mm. so I I'm, I don't know the 
the whole the the obviously football, soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, is is bigger over there. That's I mean, the main issue over there is that aspect of it. But uh, here yeah. we, have the, we have the American media is you know very present in Canada. It's almost it's ubiquitous. So yeah. and, uh, so we but we also get the ho- hockey, NHL, NFL, and the, and, and just hockey in general, football in general. So. You said you mentioned that you're in, uh, and I just you, you mentioned the AFL and NRL. I just read that just just then, just before this podcast, I read a tweet by a MP in Australia about you know basically people saying you know, suck it up. The so great to see people not 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 being you know not being uh, treated basically. It's not mm. reasonable, but you know just I think you may have retweeted or like the tweet that. Someone just every bottle hat, but uh, anyway, but yeah, so it's I know here it's when that's where most of the most of the attention has come from hockey and football, and so in in, in England, that's it's, it's a bit slower to come from soccer, football, mm. soccer, and rugby. Do you find yeah. that's the, is that the area of, uh, of where it's where the attention is coming from, or do you find that people are in their daily lives are actually Nothing, nursing, brain drain, concussion, and CCD. I mean, that's not an area that I've looked into other than um, survivors of domestic violence, um, which are another really at-risk group of traumatic brain injury just due to the nature of um, violence they experience at the hands of partners. So strangulation and also hits to the head, you know, notoriously can't be or are less likely to be picked up by police and paramedics. So they're kind of hidden injuries. So they don't leave a mark in the same way that kind of a black eye would or a broken nose. So, you know, there's, again, not enough research, but there is the research that has been done is really devastating. Like the amount of hits to the head that these women take, the amount of concussions they would have sustained and actually a lot of them, the symptoms that they're now living with as a result, like it definitely feels like something CTE-like, um, but yeah. obviously, you know, can't be diagnosed until post-mortem. So there's that that really needs to kind of be in the arena of this conversation when we do speak about athletes. And I think the other thing I would say is often the focus is on Premier League athletes. So the kind of, the you know, the ones at the top of their game, but Actually, what we really need to consider is grassroots and kids who look to those athletes and look to those games for how they play and don't have access to the best medics in the world, can't take six weeks off work if they have an injury because, you know, it's not their source of income. So I think they're the people that it we're going to start to see it really affect more because. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. They, you know, they, they don't have the resources and the information and the education. And actually, the game has to change at the top in order to kind of trickle down and see those changes right to the bottom. Um, so I would say that, you know, rugby and football is probably just the tip of a very big iceberg. Um, and I mean, professional rugby and football, I think yeah. what will happen is we will start to see it impact other areas. Yeah, because I see it in... 2020 or 2019, no, 2020, I did a podcast with a, a group in Canada, or two groups in Canada, we called it, and also in a friend from the US, physio in the US, about about domestic violence, that'd be an intimate partner violence, and, uh, and, and brain trauma, brain injury, concussion, mm. the, whole, the whole gamut. So, uh, and we talked about how like, it's, it's difficult to not only are these 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 concussions of injuries happen, you don't know how many times because it's not, but it's only because they're not reported. It's not reported, so mm. there's no way to really get a good get people to really pay attention to it because like, oh, how often does that happen? It only happens a few times, but there's only there's only a few times that are they may say, oh, it's only happened like that doesn't happen very often, but it only doesn't happen very often in terms of the statistics that we get, but. We obviously don't see the correct statistics because the events are not often reported. So I think that's that's just a very important aspect. That that's mm. and it's not like it's not it's not like it's up to the women to report the partners to 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 report this. It's just and it's hard to really you can't just you know go into any breathing situation and and decide there's no resources in the plant that can they let you in the every situation and decide. Which where the traumatic where the traumatic brain just happened, but uh, mm. yeah, I guess I guess uh, I, do you know any? Can you have you thought you must have thought of this as a way to get better information about intimate partner violence and traumatic brain injury in, in domestic violence? So uh, have you thought of a way to way you can or these reasons to get in there and really understand how 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 impactful this is? Do you does your answers? What do you mean? Oh, like, have you have you have you sorry, I'm, I know I'm, I'm rambling, so that's pretty. But uh and, and uh, I'm not really sure what I want to say, but like there's gotta be a way to get better information better so it does some of those recognized by politicians politicians and the general public about 
how impactful, how important traumatic brain injury is to have, I'd say how much, how much safety is influenced in the in domestic violence relationships, how important it is to get that, get the women and these partners the help they need. So, do you know? Yeah, I mean, there is information. There's a great um, woman in the state, Dr. Eve Valera, who's collected a lot of information, yeah. mostly from like domestic shelters yeah. for women. Um, so like there is some stuff and I know some people in like Scotland and in the UK are starting to look into that more now. And I think it is just gonna grow and grow. So, you know, the problem is you're dealing with, there isn't nearly as many women's brains that have been donated to science as there are men's. Yeah. I yeah. think there's two papers on CTE in women, only two, one was a victim of domestic violence. So I think it's definitely an area that needs to be looked at, but with it comes, you know, a whole load of, issues that aren't necessarily there with sport in that often the person who can kind of sign the brain for donation is the perpetrator a lot of women don't feel safe enough to talk about what's happening to them unless they have a very you know unless they know that they can be safe and actually a lot of the time they're not so I think exactly. yeah. it's a really difficult thing to navigate and I hope more can be done and more women's brains are donated but yeah I just think it's a very tricky area one that definitely needs to be talked about and discussed it more is. but yeah very uh, one that has to be kind of you know you have to tread carefully in those spaces you because do. you don't want to put anyone in danger that's a yeah it's that's the important thing it's very carefully and there's enough resources to really address this problem as as well as say in in sport when you can and there's definitely delineation between injury and the, what would cause the injury and, and the amount of time you've been like subjected to it and all that. Mm. So it's, it's a it's definitely a, definitely a difficult situation. But uh, in yeah. both those situations, you know, so not just violence and support. Do you, do you think, do you, do you know what you think? Do you know, like, why would you think, why do you think that, is, that the issue has been not ignored totally, but by the general population, it's it's not well known. And why think that? Why do you think that is? I think because it's hard to quantify. Like, you know, if, I don't think we have an actual understanding of the brain. Yeah. I think we think it's this kind of really powerful, strong organ that like controls everything, which like it is, but it's also really, really fragile. Like it's really delicate, and I think we just can't grasp it the same way that we can grasp like you know if you break your leg and you see bone or blood like if you break your leg you wouldn't then go out and be like okay I'm gonna go for a run on my broken leg yeah you mm -hmm. know you'd rest it whereas if you get a brain injury there's no you know especially if it's someone else there's no immediate feedback maybe they're dizzy they throw up they pass out but if there isn't that and we don't have that kind of understanding that, that that's bad <laughs> then yes. I don't know I, I just think there's a whole cultural shift that needs to happen in terms of like a what the brain is and also how we should treat it and also I guess you know sports done a really good job of like hiding it discrediting it and making excuses for why things aren't being done and again like with CTE it's not black and white 
we can't say oh if you play sport for this long and do this many headers you will get it it's like we don't know how many headers it would take we don't know how many years you'd have to play we don't know there's so many unknowns and I think in that sense you know you can't sell science on inconsistencies so I think you know the general public just want it to be simple is this good or bad okay it's bad here's why but also you're dealing with like the thing that people love most in the world which is sport so there's like so many things that mean it's very difficult to get people to engage but I think the way you do that and the way kind of we're starting to do that and the way I certainly wanted to do that through the book and the podcast is through human stories because I think that's how you create understanding that goes beyond awareness because it allows a sense of empathy when you have people you read about or hear and you can relate to them and you care you know I don't I who can listen to a parent describing the death of their child and not feel compelled to do something I just you know that is beyond me if anyone could do that but I think that's the point now is it's ensuring that those human stories are at the forefront because it just feels like otherwise it's something that happens over there in sport or science and actually it, it happens to people um so yeah I don't know I I think that's changing I hope that's changing I I think it is because I think when the beautiful brain came out it was a lot much different landscape to what it is now people are really starting to take notice um yeah. but I still think there's quite a long way to go no I feel I feel the same way I know that when I was banned in 2003 there was they the doctors did an amazing job but obviously I think is still alive but uh but that but it's, but it's I mean the, the amount that's known now is so much more and and the amount known now is not nearly enough and so it just shows you how much and the brain has been long recognized as me and let's say the most important but it is I think this most important part of the body the heart and brain but you can probably get closer to replacing heart then mm. you definitely can't because you can do heart transplants this is enough transplants to hurt you know you can prepare heart better than prepare brain but uh yeah I think I think the thing is also the information kind of builds on itself that there's like people it's ignored because there's not much known about it and there's not much known about it because it's ignored it's like people don't people don't get any credit because there's no there's not enough information to say this definitely causes this and this yeah. is definitely why and this uh, this happens so many times in this event or in this divans or in the sport it happens this at that times and therefore it needs to be regulated but uh but it, it also because there's no because there's no direct evidence they do say they oh, well that's useless so then mm. it kind of build keeps building on itself and that's different legs that cultural change is difficult difficult avenue to get really get to get past yeah it's a lot of things all at once isn't it yeah it is yeah it's really really unfortunate that this but um you were saying that the the stories are the the personal stories are ones that really that were really impactful to people so yeah you mentioned your couple any uh stories you have in your book or in your pockets you think well you know obviously dimmer and and gms those are the big ones for you for you just started but uh any other any other uh, personal stories you heard? You can even you not say in your book, but just while researching that you or in your book about or podcast 
yeah there's there's so many there's so many people and I think you know the ones that are obviously really stay with you is when it's a parent talking who's lost a kid and there's yeah. a couple in the book one one a young rugby player from Ireland and one a NFL player um and soccer player in America and I don't know just speaking to the parents and hearing what they've gone through I won't regale the stories here because they're in the book um but yeah. it's really I don't know it's just it's really difficult and I think actually the one thing that is kind of the the ray of hope in all of this is that these are the people that have now sort of dedicated their lives to activism and making a change and making a difference so they're using like the worst thing that's ever happened to them and they're using it as a force for good which is like just unbelievably admirable like, I can't even fathom how someone could do that but they're the ones that are kind of leading right, I guess the front line in in fighting for change and making sure that no one else has to go through what they do which is like an unbelievably selfless thing to do um, and that's across the board like how people find that strength and you know Dawn Astral has been doing this for over 20 years now and is now now only starting to see real change and impact but she never gave up and I think that's what's so amazing about these stories that even though they are devastating and they're really hard without these people we wouldn't be where we are now in terms of getting rules changed or having these conversations so I think that's really important and I think also when you know, you hear these stories and see what's happened to them and then what they've done as a result. Like, that's the thing that we we have to remember. And of course, we need to remember what they've been through, but also how they're the reason that things will be changed, that in 10, 20 years, you know, the lives that will be saved if the rules change will be, in, you know, immense. So yeah. I think that's that's important to remember. Yeah, this is like, this like climate change. It's one of those things that's, that even like that, as much as we know about certain aspects of it, but there's like it's this is going to be something that's going to affect our younger, even not even like the younger, the youngest generation of generation not born yet. They're the ones going to be impacted by mm. what we find out now, and uh, and that's and that's hard to really get people to really get motivated if people don't exist who are really going to be affected, or is they do exist, they're so small they can't really voice their concerns or or what their issues are. So, uh, but yeah, but I, another thing I mentioned is totally not brain related, but did I just, I said Jim Astle, I think, and it says Don, <laughs> Don Astle. I heard that. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's the uh, accent we used to North American accents were those British accents, or maybe I just forgot, but it's mm-hmm. Don, Don Astle. Yeah. And she is or she's a rugby, rugby player or a no? Player? Um, her dad was Jeff Astor, who was a UK soccer player. Oh, Jeff, maybe you said Jeff, and I thought that, yeah, that, that's the excuse, that's the excuse I used anyway. But uh, uh yeah, yeah okay. do you want to just talk about your, your book and where people can get your book and what do you think the crux of it is and uh, where people can, yeah, sure, on, on social media and stuff? So, yeah, sure. So, the book, um. It's called A Delicate Game. Uh, you can get it from, it's available globally now. So well, it's in Australia, America, and the UK. So Amazon, um, Barnes & Noble stock it in America now. 
various places in Australia. Um, so my social media are just my name. My website is hannahwalkerbrown.com. So there's links to everything on there. Um, yeah. And the Hannah, sorry, Hannah, Hannah is spelled A-D-N-A. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the audio book is available on Audible. So if you wanted to listen to the book instead of read it, that's available too. And also on Audible is the, the podcast, The Beautiful Brain, where you talk to, it's four-part series? Yes, four-part series, exactly. And so you'll meet some of the people um, in the book, in the podcast first. So it's quite nice to hear their voices, I think. Well, great. Well, thank you so much for uh, for doing this podcast and talking to me. And uh, Oh, we'll pleasure. Put this out next week, so it'll be July 19th. And uh, then I'll be taking a few weeks off, to, you know, and, and say enjoy the summer. Well, I will enjoy the summer, but yeah, cool. Do more just to take some time away and uh, reset. Uh, reset is needed. There you go. There you go. You reset. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but for for you, for for actually for for Hannah, I will actually I will end the podcast and I will actually don't I would like to talk to you for a second after, but I will just but for the podcast for listeners, thank you so much for listening and. Uh, Please check out Hannah's book. All the uh, links will be in the, as uh, actually speaking of the UK, as to the Economist, the Intelligence by the Economist podcast, and uh, the uh, Jason Palmer and and uh, John Fassman are the hosts. And they always say the link is in the show notes. So that's the same for <laughs> this. The links, the links to all of Hannah's books or, or podcasts for Audible book her social media will be in the show notes. So thank you as much for listening, everyone. As always, music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound, www.bensound.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.